Welcome to Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes mini-podcast series featuring the Maggid of Melbourne, Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. Throughout this series, the Maggid of Melbourne will be taking us on an exploration of synagogue architecture and what makes physical space fit for sacred action. And now, here's the Maggid of Melbourne himself, Levy Cooper. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Tzor Hadassah. In the previous episode, I mentioned that Rabbi Yecheskel Landau, known by the title of his book, Noida Bihuda, served as the chief rabbi of Prague. I also mentioned that the synagogue in Prague, the Altenoi Shul, is the oldest operating shul in Europe. That shul was built in the 13th century and is still active to this day. I remember the first time I visited Prague, I was there with my grandfather, Rabbi of Kimmelman. And my grandfather said to me, why don't you go be chazan? And I hesitated. I'm not a, I'm not a cantor. I'm not a chazan. I don't have a particularly pleasant voice. And, you know, I daven the nusach of the chasidim. And there in the Alt Neuschel, they daven nusach Ashkenaz. Of course they daven nusach Ashkenaz and not the Nusach of the Hasidim, because the Shul predates the Hasidim. But my grandfather, he wasn't willing to give up. And he said to me, it's a big merit to lead the service in the synagogue of the great Maharal of Prague. In the end, for Tfilat Mincha, I went to be the Chazan. And as I approached the Amud Tfilah, where the Chazan stands, I was surprised to see that there was a step going down before the lectern, meaning that the Chazan went Yored Lifnei Hateva, went down before the uh, lectern for where the Chazan stands. That's exactly what is described in the Gemara. The Gemara says that Rabbi Eliezer, at a time when there wasn't rain, Rabbi Eliezer, Yarad Lifnei Hateva, went down before the lectern, and said 24 blessings, the lo- a long version of the Amidah, the silent prayer, and he wasn't answered. Yarad Rabbi Akiva Acharav, Rabbi Akiva went down after him, meaning he was the chazan. Va'amar avinu malkeinu ein lanu melech ela ata. Our father, our king, we have no other king besides you. Avinu malkeinu lemancha rachem aleinu. Our father, our king, for your sake, have mercy upon us. V'yardu geshamim. And rain fell. So we see that in the Gemara, the Chazan would yored, would go down. There are scholars who suggest that this practice comes from another Talmudic passage, which says, Al ya'amod adam gavoa, a person should not stand in a high place 
ויתפלל and pray, אלא במקום נמוך, but rather in a low place, ויתפלל and pray, שנאמר, as it says in Psalms, ממעמקים קראתיך השם, from the depths I have called you, O God. And the passage continues, Tanya Nami Hachi, we also have an early source, Lo Yamod Adam Lo Algabe Kise, Velo Algabe Shrafraf, Velo Bemakom Gavoa, Vit Palel. A person should not stand on a chair or on a stool or at a high place and pray, Ela Bemakom Namuch, Vit Palel. Rather, a person should stand at a low place. Why? Because there should not be haughtiness before God from the depths I have called you, O God. And the Magen Avraham cites this and this practice is, uh, can be seen in Prague, can also be seen in the Ramoshul in Krakow. And the truth is, that here in Surah Hadassah, I had hoped that that's what we would build as well. I'll come back to Surah Hadassah in a moment. In uh, modern parlance, in Hebrew, we say, Mi ole chazan, who's going up to be the chazan? And it seems to be that in the Mishnah and the Talmud, we don't find that verb for the chazan going up. Indeed, we saw that the chazan should really go down, shouldn't be at a high place. It could be that the source of that term comes from a tosefta, but it's a borrowed term because the tosefta describes how the trumpets were used in the Beit HaMikdash. And the tosefta talks about trumpets that were sounded to announce the uh, Shabbat, when Shabbat began, or the end of Shabbat, and the Tosefta says, Chazan HaKneset, Notel Chatzotzeret, the Chazan. And here it seems to be not a canter, but rather something more akin to a beetle or a gabai, would take the uh, trumpet, Veole. And would go up to the highest roof in the city in order to sound the trumpet. So here we find chazan and ole. But here, as I said, we're not really talking about a canter. We're not talking about leading the service. We're talking about a beetle or a sexton. And we're talking about blowing the trumpets. Indeed, the Shulchan Aruch rules that a chazan should not stand at a place that is higher than the rest of the community. But Rav Yosef Karo acknowledges two exceptions. One, If the leader of the service was old or ill, uh, or his intention was that the uh, that the community should hear him, then he would be permitted to go to a higher place and be the chazan. And 
Rav Yosef Karo continues with the second exception where he says that if the Chazan's lectern was a self-contained area with um, walls or a, a gate or some type of little fence around it, then even if it's a little bit higher than the rest of the community, that's not a problem. So we have two choices, that the Chazan is Yored, which seems to be the source, that's, the term that's used in the Talmud. And we also have Chazan Oleh, which is the modern term. And indeed, there are shuls uh, where the Chazan goes up to a higher place. And I assume that that is because it's easier then to hear the Chazan. And sometimes that place is indeed surrounded by a little fence in some way so that it is separate from the rest of the community. The truth is that in the Talmud, we also have another verb. The Gemara says, Ha'over lifnei ha'teva. Tzarich lesarev. Ha'over, one who goes past. One who, uh, this isn't going up or down, but going through, stopping by, sojourning before the lectern, tzarich lesarev, needs to first refuse the honor. And if the person who has been asked to be the chazan doesn't at first say that he prefers not to be the chazan, it is like a dish that has no salt. And if he uh, refuses too much, then it's like a dish that has too much salt. And the Gemara concludes... And says, so what is the advice for a cantor who is asked to lead the service? Pam Rishona Yesarev, the first time he should refuse. Shnia Mehavhev, he should hesitate. Shlishit Poshetet Raglav, and the third time he should stretch out his legs, Vyored, and go down before the Teva. Here you can see in this passage we have both verbs over and yored. Yored we've already seen. And here we have another verb over lifnea teva. Go past the teva. I think that that's really a lovely term because that term suggests that the chazan needs to be aware that the amud tefillah being the cantor is something that is temporary and not a place that he should camp out forever. So what are we going to do here in Sur Hadassah? For that, you'll have to come back for the next episode. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Meet Midrash! Thank you for joining us for Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes podcast production featuring the Maggid of Melbourne, Levy Cooper. If you like what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on your favorite streaming platform or subscribe to our newsletter to receive Pardes Torah direct to your inbox. Thanks for listening.